This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. Here you are with a mean old coot and a van full of guns. That ain't person behavior, son. Please bring fun cast back. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of Supernatural, and we are having just the best damn time of our lives doing it. Chris, how are you today, man? What's happening in the world of Chris Mosier? I ask you that question a lot, and I I don't ever feel like I get a good picture of the whole world. I feel like you give me a slice. Uh, That's because that's as far as my vision extends. My day is only as far as the eye can see. Um, Right now, as you'll hear in the outtakes, I've been dealing with some home construction issues. You have been, Uh, yeah, trying to put a second floor on that, trying to put a bobby floor up there and it's not working out too well. Yeah, yeah. I got hundreds of bedrooms, but the boys still got to sleep in the living room. So Mm -hmm. you know how it is. I do. I I do know how it is. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back, everybody. We're we're covering season seven. Uh, Before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week for continuing to support the show. We got some new patrons. I want to give a shout out to weekend warrior. Uh, that's weekend, like uh, not weekend, but like weekend. Like I am not, I am no longer strong. I have been weekend, yes. which I think is right. a fun, a fun play it's on good. words. It's yeah. Good. It's a great play on words. It's a, it's a good portmanteau. Yes. If you Thank will. you for your support. A, weekend warrior. <laughs> I don't think that's what a portmanteau is. But yeah, we're just going to skip know, right man. past that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to join the Patreon, now is a great time to do so. Uh, when As you're listening to this, we'll have some exclusive content out in the form of yes, yes, yes. Uh, comic book episodes. We have recorded those. They are airing. We're also going to have some, and I, I feel pretty comfortable teasing this now. We have some unannounced special projects that we're working yes, yes, on. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, that should be out soon as you're listening mm-hmm. to this. And that's going to yeah. be exclusive to patrons at first. And then after a week or two, you you know, you'll be able to get them publicly because, I mean, we're, we, we can't just make them and not have people listen to them. Right, Chris? <laughs> yeah, we need we need your listeners. We, we, um, need, we need, need people to actually listen to it to feel better about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as with all things, as with all things, we need, we need some sort of outside, uh, confirmation of how good we are or else we're just going to feel like shitty individuals. Please laugh. Also, uh, if you're planning on starting a podcast anytime, anytime soon, maybe don't call it monster of the week. Just, just going to throw that out there. Like maybe come up with your own own podcast name. I think that'd be a fun time to to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it'd be definitely less shitty to come up with a different name than monster of the week i agree completely uh chris catch us up in season seven what is happening in the world of Um, supernatural uh the boys just found out that there's uh another podcast going around calling themselves the winchesters (laughs) and they don't like it there's a a whole tv show based on their lives and they are mad as hell (laughs) and it's called paranormal instead of supernatural uh so the boys are uh back in town as usual uh they have been uh dealing with brother drama they've been dealing with burnt down houses but most of all they've uh, been dealing with leviathans which is which is not great uh currently i think what last time sam and dean uh, they were in a fight, then they got back together <laughs> because uh, Sam realized that he was wrong for Dean murdering Sam's friend. It was a whole thing. Anyway, what's more important is now that they're they're still just fighting Leviathans, right? 
yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about lo- fighting Leviathans. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's all really blurring together at this point. <laughs> it is stretching these out a little bit since we since we moved to uh, one episode of the show per podcast format has uh, has had this side effect that we have been now podcasting about season seven for nine weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> um, watching nine episodes of television over nine weeks has been kind of funny and weird to me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm having trouble kind of putting like remembering specifics. Was the last episode the psychic? town usa uh it might have been the wedding <laughs> last episode the wedding was the episode? wedding absolutely yeah. Yeah. I, yeah we're gonna need to start doing a better job with these summaries chris <laughs> we really gotta just pay attention we're gonna need to we start have one job yeah we're gonna need to start actually working on this podcast and not just talking into a microphone <laughs> the episode today that we're covering is season seven episode nine how to win friends and influence monsters written by ben edland it's your boy ben directed by guy it's- b this came out on November 18th, 2011. It's your boy Guy. It's your boy Guy. Uh, it's a Jersey Devil of a Time is the tagline of this episode. Oh, which, oh, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Which, hey, hey, it's not. I want to spoiler alert right there. It, yeah. it is definitely not. <clears throat> Sam, Dean, and Bobby b- become... Ac- well, this is formatted weird. Sam, Dean, and Bobby become actual hunters in the true sense of the word hey first off huh hey first off guy that wrote this fuck off like the hunters are real as, <laughs> as the show has conclusively proven um they become actual hunters in the true sense of the word when they set up camp in a new jersey state park to track a creature that has been attacking people in the woods the townsfolk claim it is the real jersey devil meanwhile dean is beyond thrilled to find a biggerson's restaurant in town but is devastated when he discovers the restaurant's special sandwich seems to be making people crazy I uh, I love just the the roller coaster of emotions that Dean Winchester is on in this one sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole lot. <laughs> he is beyond thrilled, and then subsequently devastated. Beyond thrilled, beyond and then thrilled, just utterly ruined. I uh, I like this episode a lot. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I I am still on Team Leviathan at this point. Uh, and in this episode, they introduce kind of, not introduce, because we, we have met Dick Roman before, uh, but they we get to know Dick uh, in a way that we have not previously known Dick. And I am uh, very excited about it, especially because mm-hmm. all of our Dick jokes are finally going to start making a lot more sense now that we can have somebody yeah. to talk about this name, Dick. What do you think finally. about this episode? Um, yeah, I like this episode a lot. Uh, I like the Leviathans in this episode a lot, and uh, I'm ready to get into this. Sure. Well, let's start uh, in our in our previously on, which is basically all about Leviathans, uh, and then most importantly that the Winchesters have kind of been harassed by the Leviathans throughout this, mm-hmm. right? So, like they've been uh, their their normal identities were taken away from them. They're not driving around in the Impala anymore. They've got like a shitty stolen vehicle that they're riding around in. Uh, they're having to change that ever so often. Um, and then we start up with our uh, our kind of cold open, and we see two people. I actually wrote down that they were glamping in the woods. I don't know where I learned the term <laughs> glamping at, but like Bobby is going to say that in about five or ten minutes. And I was like, oh, they actually yeah. mentioned that in the show. How cool. Yeah, uh, I just called them freaks because they are sleeping in sleeping bags on mm-hmm. their bed. I didn't realize they were camping. I was just like, they're sleeping on sleeping <laughs> bags on their bed. Did you miss the, the, the external shot, establishing shot of a giant tent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they, like, go, they go to kiss, but I don't think their lips make contact. I could be wrong about that. And then he puts in his headphones and he's listening to nature sounds. Uh, and it was just a, it was a whole mess of, of things happening there. But thankfully, um, somebody's here to wrestle up some trouble and we get a little cut to black and suddenly uh, the guy in the sleeping bag is suddenly hanging upside down from a tree in that same sleeping bag. 
and he is eaten immediately. So yeah. something is out There's, there eating eating creatures. This whole glamping thing is a weird is, is a weird digression to me because like why make fun of this? <laughs> like like, <laughs> like if you if you want to go in the woods and bring a generator with you, like that's kind of shitty. Like you know you're in the nature. Like just just stay at home at that point. But at the same time, like you're not really hurting anybody. I mean it's you're hurting the environment, but that's not a person. How cool Bobby is because he's like a real hunter. He's a real man. Oh yeah, and we're definitely going to get some some real hunter shots in this, and I and I kind of love it. Uh, yeah, it's really dumb, but I really love it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like rustling around in the bushes here before this guy gets eaten, and I was like, "Ooh, it's like the Wendigo," but then I'm also like, "I know it looks like a guy." Whatever is rustling under the down in those bushes, there, it just looks like a person. Yeah, absolutely. It's always just a dude. Like they had dragons, and the dragons were just dudes. Like so, just guys. Uh, so Sam, Bobby, and Dean arrive at this ramshackle building that's going to be their kind of center of operations for the entire episode. Um, they're obviously not there in any sort of legal fashion. Dean is hot wiring the place and like making yeah. the electricity, which is, by the way, not how electricity works. Like you can't hot wire a house. Like that doesn't, yeah, for doesn't sure. make any sense. Um. Uh, yeah i do love seeing the boys like working on shit and like doing normal stuff like in season four when they'd be like brushing their teeth in the back of the impala or whatever dumb thing i like that they're like working together as if it were a hunt but like they're just trying to hotwire a house it's really funny that they that they're having to do this like and I, I i do i do like this a whole lot because dean is he's so put out by it chris he's so he's mm. just like i am so i'm used to like a one star level of comfort in my life and now i'm at like a quarter of a star and i cannot yeah. fucking stand it <laughs> like you can't put dean in a five star because you remember that one time that uh sam walked into just what is obviously like an ha- a normal hampton inn for like 99 dollars a night and was like is this a four-star hotel because he had just never seen that <laughs> that level of sophistication yet like you can't yeah. put the winchesters at like that high of a level but you got to keep him at that one star or else dean's gonna get grumpy you know what dean does when he gets grumpy he drinks a lot yeah (laughs) drinks when he's happy too and uh but definitely when he's grumpy but yeah uh and we have grumpy dean here because the power goes out again after they just like turned everything back on and he's frustrated and he starts kind of going off about like why are we doing this why is this happening to us and to quote him exactly he says we're on our third the world is screwed issue in what three years we steered the bus away from the cliff twice already uh and then sam very very uh positive sam in season seven he says well somebody's got to do it uh and dean says well what if the bus wants to go over the cliff and uh (laughs) i think sam again says uh, you think the world wants to end and dean continues you know i think that if we didn't take its belt and all of its pins away each year then yeah the whole enchilada would off itself already um the deanisms are strong this episode chris (laughs) yeah i broke down at all because he's just like he's really going he's like the world keeps trying to end whether it's purgatory or leviathans or the apocalypse or like whatever it is like it keeps trying to end and pretty much the only thing's keeping it from doing so is us um i Take would like to point out that it's belt and it's pins pins yeah what what is is this oh this is okay this is like a suicide watch thing because i didn't really i didn't quite yeah. understand understand like what because i was like take away his the, the world's toys what are you what are you talking <laughs> yes. about there but it's definitely a suicide <laughs> thing okay cool uh but then bobby tells him just stop trying to wrestle with the big picture son you're gonna hurt your head which is great advice from bobby like bobby should be telling dean that all the time i like that they're acknowledging that the past in a way that like they sometimes like in a 45 minute television show that's on every week that has to communicate certain things like they don't always take time to reflect on what the audience has seen previously which i like 
I guess like I'm the type of nerd that enjoys callbacks and stuff like that. And you wouldn't think it would have to be a big callback to be like, yeah, when we stopped the apocalypse two seasons ago. But like, that's a big deal. And they don't generally talk about it other than the fact that like Sam sees Lucifer sometimes. But and like they don't trace the steps back like in Psychic Town. Dean doesn't like nudge Sam and be like, hey, remember when you were a psychic? Like, maybe it's not very funny to them, but like, they don't often reference shit like that. So, even Dean's like, sort of a frustrated attitude here is like refreshing because like, at least he is referencing the fact that this is the seventh season of a television show and shit has happened previously. <laughs> shit has happened previously. I, I, I very much enjoy when shows remember to have characters react to things in logical ways. That's something that uh, you and I have taken the show to task for in the past of them, like things happening and then basically nobody caring about it. And this yeah. is something that uh, movies often do, uh, like especially kind of bad horror movies do this too. Like, oh, I, you know, two people just got murdered on this, on you know, on, in this office building and everyone's still going to work like normal. Like that definitely wouldn't happen. Right. But, so it's right. not, it, it is nice to get that, that sense of continuity. And it's also that sense of, of world building that, that they, they are actually paying attention they actually have stuff that they're yeah. thinking about. That's not plot related. It doesn't have to be like, uh, in a couple episodes ago when, when the Leviathans were like going through season one, like to all those locations. And, like, yeah. Fucking shit yeah you don't have to, you don't have to do that. You don't have to get meta with it. But like, you know, Sam can uh can acknowledge that like uh well you know I uh I was able to overcome Lucifer and and hell so uh, I can probably handle this or like they can you know I don't know like just little things like that um that they just they just sort of don't they don't they don't deal with uh I don't know but yeah it's I'm just happy to to hear him um uh, recognize the past as a thing uh, meanwhile Sam, Sam is sitting there I'm sh- Sam has found a case thank God of course he's found a case. Uh, and it's uh, it's a lead on none other than the Jersey Devil. My thing with the D- Jersey Devil, and I don't know anything about the Jersey Devil. You you live in that neck of the woods, so I'm assuming that you you might have some. Like I'm sure, like the Jer- Jersey Devil attacked your family when you were growing up, because that's how. Oh, the for show sure. Works. Yeah, I forgot I had stories about everything. <laughs> um, but the, my my thing with the Jersey Devil here is that Bobby immediately is surprised, and he's like, "I thought that was just a local legend." And I'm like, "Bobby, every single local legend you've ever <laughs> thought about has it come true. Why the Jersey Devil is going to be the one to be the exception to that rule is is just be." beyond me it's just it's funny how they they take things like well-known um cryptozoology crap like that like like aliens they're like fake bigfoot fake jersey devil fake um would you like to hear dad's diary entry on uh oh wow we haven't done a dad's diary entry in a long time give me give me that entry yeah Yeah. oh wait hold on uh because there's so many I, i pulled up i pulled up the uh wikipedia article and there's just like so many different things um it was also the fifth episode of the x-files this is about the jersey devil all right the jersey devil in folklore of course uh is a legendary creature said to inhabit the pine barrens of southern new jersey the creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves but there are many variations the common description is that if a kangaroo like or wyvern like cre- wyverns or wyverns however you want to say it and kangaroos are extremely different by the way wait uh-huh. I was about to say, excuse me you can't say that they're both like those things those things are yeah. too much of, I don't uh, like. <laughs> extremely different uh so it's it's got the head of a goat leathery bat-like wings horns small arms with clawed hands cloven hooves and a forked tail it has been reported to move quickly and is often described as emitting a blood-curdling scream and there is just so many 
cases and sightings of this thing. Sam Winchester must have been having a fucking field day when he was on this Wikipedia article. He was having a really good time with it. Absolutely. There's a whole legend about it being the 13th child of this woman named Mother Leeds, who I think was considered to be kind of a witch or something. I'm no longer reading from the Wikipedia article. Yeah, um, this is just this is just personal Chris knowledge here. I can tell I can like, tell the difference. The 13th child of this family, and she was like, let it be a devil or something, because like, I have 12 kids already. Like, y'all gotta be fucking kidding me with this shit. Um, so it was like a cursed child or something that became this monster or something. I don't know. Um, it's so, real though. So we have found a Jersey Devil. Uh, yeah. Bobby is immediately distressed when he d- discovers what the term glamping is. He does not like mm-hmm. this at all. Uh, he thinks the idea is pretty stupid. And uh, they go to interview Ranger Evans, aka Ranger mm-hmm. Rick, at a Biggerson's mm-hmm. in this in this town. And it's always nice. I'd never really paid attention before. I just never picked up on it. I guess I wasn't really you know recording a podcast about an episode after watching it so i never really thought about it but it, it is very very nice like i can't number one i love seeing like you know a bigger sense i believe there's something with a gas station that comes up at, at a later date like they, they have a one specific type of gas station they go to um but also you know they were the one millionth customer of bigger you'd think that their picture mm-hmm. would be up in bigger all across the world i don't, I don't know yeah if you also on uh, the fbi's most wanted also also they're the fbi's most wanted for a little while twice two separate twice. years that's, that's a pretty yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not quite like, like getting, it's not quite like getting your egot but it's pretty impressive right these are like hot dudes <laughs> like extremely attractive would, guys Absolutely. people would notice like if it was me out there like and then i was declared dead like three weeks later people will be like yeah no you're just some some, some schlub whatever mm-hmm. but fucking sam and dean winchester coming with chiseled jaws all right i'm getting too excited i'm yeah, just saying I'm getting a little crazy ranger rick uh basically just kind of is, is extremely laid back uh if you if you were experienced in the world of drugs you may say that he was high on high marijuana high on uh, on drug high and, on drug absolutely he, he uh, has I just, smoked a drug he's he's chewing throughout this whole scene because he's like eating his sandwich or whatever but i just kept thinking like is he chewing on nothing like i know a lot of times actors won't actually take a bite or like won't take a big bite because then each take you would have to take that same big bite again uh but it doesn't seem like he's chewing on anything but his mouth is constantly like, chomping up and down it's really weird I do want to give a, a special shout out, uh, by the way, because Ranger Rick is eating a the the Biggerson special, which is a pepper jack turducken sandwich, and uh, I just I just want to give a special shout out to our boy Michael Prin. I'll put this in the show notes. He <laughs> he made a pepper jack turducken. Uh, he, he actually just we were just talking. I think he messaged me on Twitter or something and said like, "Hey, are you on episode eight yet or episode nine yet?" And I was like, "No, no, we're only up to like episode like six or seven. He goes, "Okay, well, I'm gonna make the sandwich in episode nine. I just want you to remember it." And then sure enough, like a couple of, a couple of weeks later, a couple of days later it was just like on twitter like he was i made the pepper jack turducken and i was like this is the most awesome thing so go, go check that in the show notes and, and retweet that image all of you supernatural people for me i, I would very yeah. much appreciate that that shit was good yeah but ranger rick is, is pretty cool for a guy who has been finding dead bodies in the woods he has been tasked to protect and also his partner has been missing for a couple of days and he's like oh, i should probably yeah. i should probably do something about that yeah, there's a lot going on with this guy. And he's also like, yeah, I mean, it's my partner's been missing. Uh, it definitely wasn't a bear attack, even though that's what they're saying. But uh, you know, it's pretty chill. Everything's everything's all right, you know. I've been, you know, my 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 Fortnite game's been getting pretty good. Like I've got I got yeah. high points. I'm, I'm trying to use and that. I uh, forgot that <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite Lego for the go. for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah trying to trying uh, to get a I, whole new demographic. I forgot what this episode was about until like maybe like a scene or two after this. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, the food. Um, but <laughs> I 
it was just like, man, they just like have this really baked dude in this episode because like that's funny, I guess, <laughs> uh, and it is funny. But I it thought is. that it had really no purpose other than it just being a gag. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely just not a gag. That's for sure. It's definitely um, like a huge plot point. <laughs> so Ranger Rick, although you know, totally baked, totally unconcerned, actually part of the plot, not just uh, not just goofs. He, uh, I think they sent him off to go like call in or whatever. And Dean decides like, hey, we're at Biggerson's. Let's get a table. Let's grab some grub. Uh, and he has a little bit of an incident as he's trying to get a table. Yeah, uh, this dude Brandon, who is wearing just an absolute fuck ton of flair, is extremely rude. Um, by this a point, fuck Bob, ton of flair, <laughs> fuck ton of flair. So, that's how you way to put it. Uh, he, he's extremely rude. Bobby has showed up at this point, uh, having checked out the the body uh, and found out that it was not a Wendigo oh, yeah. or a Leviathan or a werewolf. Like he, it's just his body was just all torn up. Like they so. They go. They sit down to eat, and when they get a booth, it's from just this dogs. Dude, yeah, it's just. It's just I guess it could just be a bear. You guys could chill. The it fuck was just out. like a shitload of bears. Uh, the uh, this Brandon guy is, is like really rude to him. He calls them uh, Big Bird, Kendall, and Creepy yeah. Uncle. And I'll let you assign those two who you think that those are, which is it's funny. <laughs> And D says something like, "What's your problem, dude?" And he's like, "You were my problem." Like he yells at them, which is is kind of nuts. Yeah, uh, and the whole time when like when he comes back and he serves them their food like a few minutes later, uh, I was like, Dean, don't, um, hey, d- buddy, don't eat that. Um, he did something to it, like for sure. That guy's a freak. Yeah, why uh, are you eating food from this dude? Ask for a new. Story. And I thought that that was like gonna be the joke because Dean starts to be like, "Man, this is such a good sandwich," and I was like, "Dean." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's there's more plot actually happening and not just goofs. Uh, I, th- I think we should point out something extremely important to this episode is that once they get their food delivered, for some reason, Bobby decides to, at a Biggerson's restaurant in middle America, eat his salad, which looks like a house salad with a pair of chopsticks. Yeah. I didn't know if he like ordered sushi or something. What? <laughs> like, I, didn't I mean, know sushi what he was doesn't doing. normally come with like lettuce and tomatoes no, in a bowl. No, <laughs> Unless no. it, I mean, it's Biggerson's. It could be like, I just know, saw the chopsticks. Salad. It's just, I guess that's like a funny affectation for Bobby to like eat food with chopsticks. I it, guess like it makes me all think the f- that uh, he he's like Wolverine and he has like this whole past in uh, you know Madrid, not Madrid, and and uh, Madripoor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's got <laughs> yeah, this whole yeah. like hidden history that we haven't seen, and we're going to get like y- the origin story of Bobby, and it's going to be him mixing up with the fucking yakuza and the Silver yeah. Samurai. Come at me with your with your Wolverine knowledge, everybody. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, Brandon Brandon quits in the background. Like mm-hmm. he's just extremely mad all the time. So he, his manager, like, is like, "What the hell's going on?" So he, he he's quits. like, "I put all this time into all this flair, and then this fucking idiot in a cheap suit walks in, and he's hotter than everybody else in the room." God damn it! I gotta settle down with with the hunk hotness, you guys. I'm sorry. Is it getting, is it, do you need to go turn on the air conditioner, Chris? I'm just I bringing can, it up can, too much. I can filter out the noise. Don't worry about it. We can we can we can <laughs> put a little noise gate on that. That would happen. They yeah, uh, put the fucking fan on, man. They decide they're going to go into the woods and hunt these creatures, and we're we're treated to a little bit of lore here, uh, where yeah. Bobby says, you know, it's nice to be out just kind of hunting as normal. Uh, he remembers teaching Sam and Dean how to hunt when John mm-hmm. Winchester, and I think uh, I can't think he said this, when, but when John Winchester would just dump them off, quote unquote, with Bobby, yeah, which makes a lot of sure. sense with what we know about John Winchester. So, yes, uh, as soon as we get this woods, this outdoor woods shot, this forest. Uh, scenery. I was like, I just like sat forward in my seat, like I'm here for this episode now. They go to the woods how many times per season? Maybe once. Like yep. we're getting like some serious outdoor shots right now. And like 
I, I don't know what it is that to me, like, Sam, Dean, and Bobby all look way cooler when they're out in the woods. Like, they're not just, like, in some, like, wet pipe factory. They're legitimately, like, that seems like that's where they should be hunting the werewolf is in the woods. Like, Well, yeah, because, Chris, I don't know if you know this, but, like, when you get an L.L. Bean catalog, like, they don't put them, put their actors and mod- their right. models in a wet pipe factory. They put them in the fucking right. woods. In the fucking that's woods. Where, that's where that stuff makes sense to yeah. wear. They don't look don't like they're hunt- wearing normal clothes until they're in the woods. <laughs> Right, you and you hunt you hunt uh, werewolves in the woods, not in the bedroom, Sam. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they finally look like they they're dressed for the occasion, um, and it's cool. It's good to see. And Bobby's acting like a fucking ranger, not a park ranger, like a Lord of the Rings ranger, <laughs> like sniffing the dirt and shit, and be like, mm-hmm, I know where we're going. Oh yeah, he's definitely holding L two for that hunter vision in a way that Bob, yeah. that Dean, Dean and Sam have never seen in their entire lives. Uh, he's just like patting around the ground. He's like, there were two hobbits playing here. <laughs> there was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> one of them one of them kept bitching potatoes it was kind of weird uh dean also <laughs> talks about cut. <laughs> <laughs> dean was Into also the forest. talking Sorry. about uh the, the, his inability to shoot uh bambi because he had seen the movie bambi so like when when bobby would take him hunting he was not he was never able to actually kill anything which i find extremely cute yeah. because it's dean winchester and then bobby <laughs> has that that wonderful line of you don't kill bambi jackass you shoot bambi's mother which is really yeah. fun yeah um yeah dean was totally the type who would like in front of his dad could definitely shoot at whatever because he wants really really badly to impress his dad uh especially if he knows he's shooting at like a wendigo or something uh but when it came down to like he's not in front of his dad he's just with bobby and like it's just a deer and it to- dean being a total softy and being like i don't want to i don't want to do it it's dean being really soft is really cute to me i think that's i think that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. um luckily bobby has, has used all of his powers and they find a they find a body like a most I mean, within an hour of entering this giant forested area. So that was yes. that's pretty good on Bobby. Uh, yeah, pretty good time. They call Ranger Rick, who arrives. It looks even more stone than usual. And it's like, oh, yes, that's definitely my partner up there. I should probably go call He's that just in. Like, suck it on a fat doobie. I mean, he is he is just blowing that doob, Chris. That's what he's doing. He's truly blowing the doob, as the kids say. Um, as this, he's in the middle of calling this in to, you know, the other Rangers, he's immediately snatched and brought into the woods. Uh, yeah. and at this point we, we get this weird scene where they can hear this thing that's in the woods and they, 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 they can like hear it moving around, but it's dark and they can't see. So Bobby fucking karate kids it. He just closes his eyes yeah. and just trusts his it's- instincts and shoots something out of a tree like that's fucking it's crazy. so dumb and i love it so much exactly yeah this is one of those things that if i if i really wanted to like i could let my brain like kind of nitpick at this and be like what the fuck but at the yeah. same time i love it so much because it's bobby that i'm like yeah brain shut up i'm just enjoying this dumb he's, tv like, show with hunks right yeah. now it's a it's a jedi 360 no scope like it's, he's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit they uh they take um, the cor- but- corpse back to it's just a dude we should note that like this is just a person like it looks like mm-hmm. a kind of a rough a rough person uh that's been living in the woods for a little while they take it back to their little mm-hmm. like shitty house uh, that i guess they got the power back on to do uh, an autopsy and in the middle of their conversation it like picks itself back up well they're they're talking about how like man like one bullet stopped it like that's pretty crazy uh it's all it was just one good shot from and then it pops up on the table and they just unload on this thing 
Yeah, they they did in a really great scene. Like I love it when something pops up and like everybody turns and shoots it. Like that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this is this is where <laughs> the guns could be used and they're fine because you're just shooting at a monster and it's like it's not them in a bank killing yeah. civilians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're not filming themselves for gratuitously. Yeah. yeah. Um so th- now they decide to do like the full on autopsy and uh they they lean into this in a in a really cool way. They 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 make this look disgusting and horrible and mm-hmm. uh Bobby and Sam are the ones that are doing the autopsy and Bobby's the leading head and Dean is off to the side just kind of loopy, right? Like he's, he's now being he's stoned. Like he's he's a little high. Like he's been yeah. he, he's done blow to doob. Yeah. Uh, really got he's, he's really on that doob. You got to really hit that strong B at the end of that of that phrase or else people are going to get the wrong idea. Yeah. Um <laughs> They they pull his ID and find out that he used to be like 250 pounds, even though he looks like he's not topping 125. Who, Dean? No, 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 the corpse. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why I was correcting you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, Chris, I'm talking about the corpse, no, not Chris, Dean Winchester. Hey, buddy, listen, <laughs> Chris, what are you doing? Are you okay? Have you been? Hey, you there? Is this are thing you on? Uh, Dean suggests that he was losing some weight from a lap band surgery, and this whole thing could be from a, a lap band what? surgery gone wrong. I guess. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, uh, they find they find pieces of Rick in the thing's stomach, which is which is a bummer. Uh, they also find a uh, pine cone, uh, some mm-hmm. gum, and already in the wrapper, and a cat's head. An entire cat's head. Uh, one Gross. of them. I don't know if it's. I, I don't know if it's Bobby or Sam. Says a glamper or two is one thing, but you got to be damn hungry to eat a cat's head. Reading that, I'm sure it was Bobby who said it. I, uh, I yeah, it was definitely Bobby. I wrote that down and also screenshotted it and put it in our Discord because that's just Excellent. one of those sentences that you just have to you have to read every once in a while. And then Dean interrupts. I love his delivery on this so much because he just goes, uh, "Okay, guys, seriously." time for dinner like he could he's completely unfazed by what's happening yeah because normally you would expect and we've seen dean do this when they're, they're doing this he's all grossed out like he can't finish his cheeseburger or whatever but now he just seems to have like no care in the world he's like come on let's go let's go get some food y'all yeah yeah and they kind of just like shrug like all right uh and here i have to stop for a second and say i've changed my mind uh about certain things on this rewatch of supernatural Uh-oh. i used to think i used to think that sam's hair was its best at season six because that's kind of what i wanted to emulate for the, like, the early part of season six when he's solo sam and he's just like looking really fabulous i think i think season four is probably best hair for sam for me um just I just thought I'd, I'd point that out for everybody um but right here for me long hair sam he was he was rocking it for me when they're at the bigger since for the second time i was feeling that hair i just want everyone to know it interesting i i'm glad we have you here to look at sam's hair because i'm going to be real honest with you like other than it's long uh i don't ever pay attention to it <laughs> it's just not uh, something that i look at it's been looking limp and lanky in some of these episodes but here it seems like they got a little bit more volume on it and and, and it was it was working for me just wait till season eight man he's looking like fucking thor like with this the, the length it's ridiculous i uh i don't know did you watch the scooby natural episode did you ever get around to watching it? i still have not seen it no um I, I texted you about this but there's something weird about jumping ahead by six seasons because uh <laughs> sam definitely looks like his forehead is getting larger and larger but like he they're still like obviously treating that dude's hair with a with a, with a lot of product and with a with a lot of thought because even though it, he definitely should have a receding hairline his hair still goes down to like past his ears and it looks really strange to me i'm like not dogging jerry padalecki at all like you know because lord will and the creek don't rise i'll keep my hair when i'm his age because he's what like 62 now <laughs> um yeah i think so, so like you know hopefully i'll i'll ha- i'll 
look that good, right? I mean, I don't now, so I have a little time to work on it. But <laughs> it's, it is it is very strange that how how much different like how much difference like six or seven years on this TV show can make. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's that it's like my hairline. It's making just a rapid uh, ascent towards the top of my skull. <laughs> it's not a race guys all right it's not a race (laughs) it's a marathon y'all let's let's get to 50 and then talk uh so they since dean is hungry they decide to go back to biggerson's and uh dean wants to have that that great sandwich again uh and he's acting super stoned by this point at one point he he's kind of just randomly talking about you know shake uh, rats shaking tails like did rats shake their asses like he's just he's just out the box talking some weird just stoned yeah he's just crazy and Sam and Bobby notice that everybody is eating the the turducken sandwich, uh, so they they stop Dean from from eating it and then take it home, where it promptly promptly dissolves in this weird like goo gray goo thing. Yeah. that's looking super gross. Dean makes a comment around here about how he doesn't care about Castiel yep. or the black goo, and he doesn't care that he doesn't care about these things. Like he is just so chilled out right now, but to a point where it's like he's a zombie. He's not. He's not stoned. He's not recreationally chilled out. He is basically a zombie. It's uh, that I don't even care that I don't care is a, is a really great Dean Winchester line uh, mm-hmm. because it, it's it's one of those things where if 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 even if he had gotten over his weird guilt with Castiel, his whole all of his weird guilt with Sam and all of the other problems that he has that he has not spoken about, even though the ghost of Ellen told him to speak to somebody about it, <laughs> that we're not we're not we're not going to go there. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Even if he that's had, lore, that's canon. The ghost canon. of Ellen, the ghost of Ellen, Dean. tells him to deal with his he fucking is. problems, and he didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, even if he did deal with his problems, and he got to a place where he felt happier, Dean is the kind of fucked up guy that would feel bad for not feeling bad. So I, I, I really appreciate mm-hmm. this line mm-hmm. a lot because, and of course, like any time that he seems to be the only person that's fucked up about Castiel. So I, I also like any Still, kind of mention of that. Sam was like, "Who?" And Bobby's like, "I'm pretty sure I have no idea what you're talking about." The uh the sandwich the sandwich totally melts into the gray goo that I mentioned and Dean has a great line that says uh, if I wasn't so chilled out right now I would puke and I'm really I'm really curious if they made them take the like if I was so high right now because CW probably didn't want their their hunks <laughs> to be high on TV right yeah 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 uh, I would just like to say for the record that I know that Sam and Bobby know who Castiel is <laughs> yeah of course they do I mean it you'd be I mean there could be more than one though right like they could get them confused all the time it's true it's true. Uh, at this, I think Dean just goes to sleep at this point. So now we have Sam and Bobby just kind of hanging out and stalking the Biggersons by themselves while while Dean mm-hmm. is in the back seat, just passed out. Is that what's happening now? Yes, yes. And so this this is where they start having a little bit of a heart to heart. Uh, and Sam asks Bobby if he thinks Dean is okay, and Bobby tells him, um, basically like you guys worry about each other way too much. Like you're stressing yourself out worrying about Dean. Meanwhile, Dean's stressing himself out worrying about you. And it's just this vicious circle and blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's just giving some like honest advice, like just fucking be there for each other, but you don't have to be worrying about each other all the time. Um, and Sam says that, uh, he, he's fine with seeing Lucifer. Uh, and in his words, he says he sees it as a best case scenario. Uh, while rubbing his hand, he says, all my crazy is under one umbrella. And some people got it a lot worse. Uh, and the conversation ends with Bobby saying, you always were one deep little son of a bitch. Uh, and it's probably like, the first Bobby Sam moment we've had for a very long time. I think the most intimate they've ever been is in season six when Solus Sam was trying to kill him. True. Oh, yeah. 100% agreed. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. I like this conversation a lot. I, li- I love it when it, anybody has 
conversations with Sam that, that isn't Dean of this nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, when Sam comes comes at Dean with this stuff, he gets a little um, condescending towards Dean in a way that kind of irks me and irritates me. But he's he's, he's he's very brutally honest with, with Bobby, and Bobby being uh, pragmatic, but also not necessarily unkind at the same time is something that I, I, I mm-hmm. very much enjoy. This, this thing of like, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are, are real busy doing some other shit. Like, maybe you guys should just let each other, like, care for one another and just let things go for a little bit and not necessarily take every single issue you have out and examine it from nine different ways. And I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> I'm probably reading a, a little bit too much into that, but it's, and it's definitely not mean to Sam at all. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's very no. kind. So it's, it's just, I, I like seeing this kind of stuff. This is, if you're going to do emotional drama, like, this is the stuff that I want. I, I, I don't want Sam yelling at Dean about, you know, it, t- about his feelings and then saying, it's okay that you killed my girl, my, that my monster girlfriend that I only, you know, yeah. kissed once when I was 14, whatever. Like that, 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 <laughs> that didn't work for me. This works for me in a, in, a, in a great way. Yeah. It's also interesting that it seems like Sam is able to communicate things to Bobby that he can't communicate to Dean and vice versa um, with uh, Dean and Bobby. I mean, uh, it's just they're so tangled up in, in the relationship that they have that sometimes I think that they forget to actually just like be bros, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so they're staking out Biggersons, and uh, they see this delivery food truck um, kind of delivering food, and they're like, "Okay, well, let's follow the the food truck to see where it's where they're getting food from." Mm-hmm. I don't know why you know Sam just didn't you know hack this this seems like a hackable thing and not a following thing but you know whatever uh i mean like it's just like they have receipts like you could probably just broken yeah. into the office yeah. and be like where do you get your food from like you didn't have to wait for the middle of the night for this meat delivery which seems strange anyway that doesn't matter uh sam always gets his meat deliveries in the middle of the night <laughs> we're talking about meats the uh we get we have this scene where brandon this our our waiter from earlier is is almost attacks a woman uh and out of nowhere our friend edgar uh who um is our you know leviathan number one saves her Mm -hmm. he snatches brandon throws him in the trunk and then drives them to this food delivery place so sam and bobby arrive at this food distribution plant following the truck and then also see their old friend edgar getting out of a car and bringing Brandon with him. So, like, some weird shit is going on, and now they've realized, like, oh, wait, this is some yeah, Leviathan shit. This is the Leviathan, yeah. Um, so then we go inside with Edgar, and it's basically this this facility. It's no no wet pipe factory. These are dry pipes, because this is pretty state-of-the-art shit going on in here. Um, it's a dry pipe factory, this and is, uh, the doctor... Such, thank you. Uh, the Dr. Leviathan, he's here. It's like, you know, the whole... It's the greatest hits. It's the Leviathan greatest hits. Um and basically, they're here performing tests on people, uh, s- experiments of some sort. And this is—it's interesting because we've never had an, a monster doing this type of thing. And this is where I did start to finally uh, appreciate the Leviathans and, and what they were a little bit more, because it's not just like some shitty dude tied up in Bobby's basement who's like, "You don't know how to kill us," and I've got a lip ring, or I don't—he didn't have a lip ring. I don't know. I'm nothing against people with lip rings. It's fine. <laughs> but he just was just such a shit. And I didn't like him. But now when they when they start to get into the more like, as much as I think it's a little silly that Leviathans from Purgatory are doing all this, the 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 fact remains that it's still kind of cool that they're like, yeah, we're gonna like take over, but we're gonna take over from the inside, and we're experimenting on people by uh, feeding them this food that turns them into zombies. They don't care. They just watch TV and they consume, consume, consume. And I was like, wow, what a metaphor, you guys! Wow, what a metaphor, especially with the uh, whole glamping thing at the beginning, like. You get mm-hmm. Ben. You got a problem? 
Mr. Edlund? Yeah. <laughs> you got some shit you need to get off your chest, man? What's going on? At some uh, point, somebody says Dick is coming, and I just yes. thought that was important. Uh, well, because Edgar is there to kind of shut this thing down, because Dr. McSexy has been doing this, and it's supposed to work. It's supposed to just turn you into, uh, you know, just zombies that don't care about anything, but it has a small percentage chance to turn you into a, a rage monster. So Yeah. <clears throat> which is what Brandon is and which, what what happened to uh, uh, Rick's partner who ate ended up eating mm-hmm. Rick. So Edgar tells him to burn all the zombies because, quote, Dick is coming, which I'm not, I'm, I, have, I haven't sold myself on the idea of doing that shirt yet with the Game of Thrones font that I sent to you, but I might, <laughs> I'm, I might, I might definitely do that. I haven't, I haven't decided. Uh, in the meantime, we go back to Bobby and Dean and we get more emotional talk, which seems like a strange thing for this part of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, where's Sam? <laughs> Where is he just in the back seat? Like, <laughs> I don't. I didn't really understand where Sam went. Uh, like, I don't. I don't really have any notes about it. So I don't. I don't know where Sam went at all. Also, I just want to mention, by the way, if, like if you're into this whole plot with the uh, with the zombie thing, uh, you should go watch I Zombie, which might be getting canceled this year. So go Ooh. go go watch I Zombie. Um, it's, it's kind of a similar vibe. Cool. I assume that we're going to be getting a scene at some point of Sam fast walking out of a place while looking over his shoulder, because he seems to do that a lot. Um, but here we have uh, Bobby and Dean having a heart-to-heart now, um, much like the one that Bobby and Sam just had. Uh, and Bobby says, uh, I've seen a lot of hunters live and die. You're starting to talk like one of the dead ones. Because um, he's getting in on, on Dean's attitude, his negative attitude about everything. And Dean says, no, I'm talking like a person uh, who... Hold on, I'm talking the way a person talks when they've had it, when they can't figure out why they used to think this mattered. Um, and Bobby, I'm now kind of paraphrasing, but he says, "You're you're not a person. You're you're a hunter. Uh, you 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 tried being a person with Lisa and Ben. He brings up Lisa and Ben, by the way. Uh, mm. You tried all that and it didn't work. So you need to find your reasons to get back in the game because I've been to enough funerals. You die before me and I'll kill you." <laughs> <laughs> um and Dean, Dean I, protest right like he says like no no i'm, I'm a Dean's, natural person yeah he's like wait what what do you mean um but dean's response to all that is just man we need to scrape some money to get you a condo or something uh but dean joking in in this way feels like it means that he he got the message he heard what bobby was saying because he's done the same thing to sam before too because uh, sometimes even when he's like okay sammy like it that doesn't mean that he's listening it's when it's when Dean will make a little bit like a joke because he's afraid to be truthful in in a real way that he'll 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 make a little light joke like he does right here. But he's like, I heard you. OK, I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm also not going to talk about it because I'm Dean Winchester. I wrote down another Bobby quote from this conversation uh, where he says to Dean, you're here with a mean old coot and a van full of guns. That ain't person <laughs> behavior. And I just yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I know it's not Bobby saying this. I know Bobby's a written character, but they write Bobby so fucking well in this season. Like he's they just really absolutely do. great. Uh, they really do. I, I'm very much into it. Uh, so they see Dick Roman arrive, and mm-hmm. uh, they don't really know who this is yet. We know uh, who he is because we are treated to a whole montage uh, about who Dick Roman is. He's a mm-hmm. CEO. He's been taking over a bunch of co- companies and kind of hostile takeovers that aren't hostile. Uh, he's written a book called When in Rome. He has a bunch of uh, pictures with politicians that, they're, that are badly photoshopped. It's like There's, this like highlight reel of photoshops. Yeah, it's great. It's, 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 really, it's so awful that I love it. The one with, uh, he's got a picture in the Oval Office with both George Bush, uh, George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. And, and in, Bill in the, Clinton. In the same time. Like, what is that conversation? Like, what? Yeah. Uh, neither one of them were in office at this point, right? Like this was when when, when was this? Two thousand and eleven? Yeah, this was definitely Obama yeah, this was, territory. This was Obama. So yeah. Yeah. what? 
it's funny. It's like, and it's just the 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 very picture of what like uh, so many people are like angry at these days. Like that that type of uh, politician is like, exactly what Dick Roman is, and that this was like way before any of this started. And uh, he is there to kind of check in on what Doctor McSexy has been doing. So, uh, so McSexy shows him like, you know, here's here's the results. <laughs> this is not Doctor Sexy. Doctor Sexy is a fictional man. Okay, look, he's this he's just a doctor. He's a, he's a very sexy older man. Okay, leave me alone. You're the one getting <laughs> yeah, hot and bothered every time you talk, say the word hunk and Sam and Dean in the same sentence. Okay, let me am call. Let me call though? the dude Doctor McSexy. All right. I'm sorry. Am I wrong? Why are you kink are shaming me? Are they not hunks? Why are you kink shaming me right now? <laughs> I just want to call uh, this dude Doctor McSexy because I find it funny. Uh, fine, <laughs> but he's he's saying that the that, that it's working. Like they're they're feeding all of these uh, all mm-hmm. these Americans this additive, and it's making them slow down. But unfortunately, Dick knows about all about the problems, and uh, he wants to turn it into a teachable moment. And uh, he he chastises Doctor McSexy, saying like you violated the one golden rule, which is there are no monsters, and uh, or there's no such thing as monsters. Let me rephrase that. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Dick's whole thing is we need to keep compl- a, a very uh, is it low profile? Yeah, keep a low profile. I almost said short profile, which seems like a, a different thing. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Get at me, profile Twitter. Let me know what's happening. Uh, <laughs> But he wants everyone to keep a low profile so they can do this stuff and feed themselves without the general populace going crazy, or more importantly, hunters coming after them, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're the only monsters that seem... Because most monsters are like, yeah, we're more powerful than these people, so like, who gives a shit? Uh, where uh, the the Leviathans are like, yeah, we're more powerful than, than these people, but like, let's just prepare anyway, because preparing is only going to help us. And uh, Bobby has been listening to this entire thing. By the way, he he borrowed some uh, some 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 gadgetry from from Frank Devereaux, there, yeah. the conspiracy theory yeah. guy. That uh, this thing can pick up vibrations off of glass, which he can then translate into uh, the sound waves, so that he can hear people talk through through closed rooms. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they they kind of knew this was coming, so Bobby gets kidnapped. Uh, but not before he sees what bibbing means, because Dick mm-hmm, decides to mm-hmm. bib Doctor McSexy. Uh, Chris, we've talked a lot about uh, pop culture references with these villains and how mm-hmm. somewhat awful it can be. Mm-hmm. I um, I just I kind of don't like this bibbing thing because I, I would like it if it was just the word. Uh, first off, I would I want it to be a different word altogether because it seems really mm-hmm. dumb that these monsters from Purgatory from before talk like the world bibs. was was born talk about bibs like this. Um. Second of all, they they literally tie a lobster bid, yeah, around the yeah. dude's neck. I don't know because, and I don't I don't think I, I don't picture like people adults eating lobsters. Like I just think of like babies who have to wear bibs because they're babies. So sure, it's just, yeah, it's just causes some like strange this. images. Yeah, it's it's dumb. The uh, the but idea though is themselves. that is that they have to eat themselves, right? Which is really super gross. I guess. It just it seems weird that they would have to eat themselves. I don't understand how any of this works. I don't really want to know. I think it's yeah. kind of cool that they eat themselves. It just I don't understand it, and I don't really want to even try to think about it because I feel like if I think about it too hard, I won't like it anymore. Yeah, because so. where's the where's the matter gonna go? You know, it's not like they're shitting it out. Like you just eat until you're just a mouth, and then your mouth eats itself. I assume they're just like folding back into purgatory, like you know, because uh, they're all seemingly part of this big like connected nexus of of like legion type leviathan body you know like 
they're all one, essentially. So when they eat themselves, they just kind of go back into the source pool. Yeah, let's let's just keep going because I, I, the more I'm thinking about this, the, the, <laughs> least, the less I'm liking it. And I actually kind of dig this as an idea, so I, I don't want to think about it too much. Uh, after after seeing this and and hearing this happen, uh, Bobby gets captured and t- taken to Dick's office. There's this. Uh, I think Dick. I don't know who this actor is. Let me let me check who this is. This is James Patrick Stewart. I think this dude is really uh, like low key threatening in a way that mm-hmm, our villains mm-hmm. haven't been since maybe the first time we met Crowley or the first time we met Castiel. But even mm-hmm. then, like they were, they were so show offy with their powers. Whereas Dick is not that at all. Like Dick is is no. he's showing power through conventional means, right? Like he's he's got obviously got this big powerful desk. He's wearing the red tie. He's you know he exudes political. He exudes a kind of power of like I can change your life without really even thinking about it. And and that's right. kind of scary in its own right. Although of course it's Bobby, so Bobby's not taking no shit from nobody. So. Even him sitting there loading a gun in front of Bobby, like he doesn't need a gun to kill Bobby, but it's still a threat. It's a very visible, understandable threat. Yeah, this and this is really nice, right? Like I like I like the fact that he was like, yeah, I won this at auction. You know, I can. I, it was this kind of gun. Like goes into a whole spiel about it. I really like. I thought it was going to be like a cult thing, and I'm glad they didn't do that because mm-hmm. like, how many guns do you have that can kill everything? But still, uh, it's, it's just seemingly a dude. Yeah, showing. Uh, how much power he has. Exactly. And uh, he tells Bobby that, you know, hey, I love people. I love the violence that they're capable of. I love all of their guns. Um, he tells Bobby he's going to eat him, but, uh, you know, he, he likes his food prepared, and that's why he's waiting for Sam and Dean to come rescue him. Which, of course, mm-hmm. they do. Sam and Dean break in this place and start spraying down uh, what they're calling big mouths this, this entire episode. I don't know if we, yeah. if we mentioned that. That's a pretty good <laughs> name. They're just like, let's your... take Leviathan out of the script. Like, we can't, we can't say yeah, it anymore. Yeah, Leviathan said it too many has times. said it too many times. It's losing all meaning. Uh, Levi- some, there's already a podcast called Leviathan. We have to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> is there let's go look at itunes uh i um i don't know I don't, I don't think you watched the flash tv show but uh one of the characters on there they've kind of make it, made a running joke that uh he's the guy that like names all of their villains and because he's kind of a nerdy dude like that's why all the villains have the most ridiculous names and, it, <laughs> and it's kind of like a little bit of in-world fiction that justifies all like you know silver age era naming stuff so it's it's, it's kind of a cool thing like i i wish yeah. that they leaned into that because like they do it a little bit like with the you know black eyes or whatever but the, the i wish they did that a little bit more because big mouths is kind of dumb so yeah it is um but but yeah sam and dean they kick in the doors uh, they start spraying everybody with borax um dick heads off to in- investigate the situation uh bobby starts snooping around he steals uh whatever plans that or blueprints uh that uh dick had out on his desk and uh even when dick i want to say when he leaves the room and he just tells bobby like don't get up like he's not tied to the chair but he's like don't even fucking bother because and, and it's that kind of threat that kind of power that he just sort of implies like you're gonna do what i say even though i'm not even gonna be here to watch you do it uh, but bobby being bobby he's like oh yeah fuck that <laughs> i love bobby bobby just immediately gets up and says like fuck you dick <laughs> and starts Snoops, stealing all yeah, this stuff steals the plans he takes the other revolver and loads it um and now they all kind of converge in this like front warehouse area and they, they start teaming up against all the leviathans yeah and uh basically bobby distracts dick at the last minute 
because uh, this this whatever bromide or whatever chemical that they're spraying with doesn't work as well on Dick as it did the the other Leviathans. Um, so Bobby distracts Dick just enough time. It gives Sam and Dean enough time to to get out, and then of course they're waiting for Bobby to show up. And there's this tense moment. And finally, he he kind of breaks out. Dick uh, is this does this really kind of cool move where he like stalks in the middle of the parking lot and just like casually loads this gun and aims it and starts shooting at the, at the van mm-hmm, as they're trying to mm-hmm. leave, which I think is like much, much better than like Dean Winchester. I better get you. Like he does like the, the yeah, he just yeah, stands yeah. there yeah. and just starts trying to clip him, uh, which is very scary. Like this, the action of this ramped up in a really surprising way. Like this has been kind of a, not necessarily a slow episode, but like low on action. And so for all of this mm-hmm, to explode mm-hmm. at the end, I think is actually a lot of fun. Yeah, they, they they pull this off really well. It starts to really feel like a threat, even just him, like you said, deliberately loading the gun, pointing it, cocking it, firing one after the other. It's just a revolver. He's not, like, unloading, like, a ton of bullets. It's just one, two, three. And then, um, you know, it seems like everybody got away fine. They're, they're speeding away. And they're like, whew, all right. You get Sam and Dean in the front seat. Sam takes Bobby's hat, and he's like, hey, good job in there. Here's your hat, Bobby. He, he goes to hand it back, and... um. Nothing happens. Bobby doesn't take the hat. And they look back and uh, they notice that the hat has a, a bullet hole in it. And mm-hmm. then they end the episode. And then that's to be continued. I don't even think we get that. I think we just get like a, you know, created by Eric Kripke splash screen. So yeah. things do not look good for Bobby listeners. No. Everything is looking no. is looking pretty bad. I uh, like I mentioned, I, I really enjoyed this episode overall. I love the Leviathans so far. I think I'm still really enjoying them as a villain. As you talked about, them being so threatening in non-monster ways is really interesting. Like that, I, I love yeah. that kind of organization. Everybody, like I'm a sucker for you know a mafia story, and this feels like what this is building to almost of like having a shadowy organization that's actually controlling things to, to, for nefarious ends. Obviously, mobsters don't eat people, to my knowledge. Like I've never <laughs> seen that on The Sopranos. <laughs> Um, actually, I think there was maybe a like a cannibalism subplot in Sopranos at some point, but anyway, that's not what they're generally trying to do. Uh, so obviously the, the motivations are a little different, but it's still good, right? Like this this kind of uh, this level of organization is is something that I find very fascinating. Yeah, um, I'm glad that my opinion of the Leviathans is really starting to turn around fast here. Uh, I think it's just because they didn't feel like a real threat before even though they were doing things but having a literal figurehead in Dick Roman, having the organization start to build, like maybe it's it's dumb but it's still it's coming together now finally so it feels more solid, it feels like they're actually moving towards something. Uh, even if they don't know how to fight it yet, it's a real threat and not an abstract threat so that makes the plot more interesting I think. Agreed. Yeah, like having having Sam and Dean on the run. I mentioned it during that episode. Uh, is fun. Like it's, it shows us a different side of those boys. And actually taking away all of their safe places, I think, is something really really smart. Um, they eventually in the series, like they'll get a safe place back. And uh, but for now, I'm really enjoying them just being chased. Right. Like this. This mm-hmm. feels good. And and I like the fact that they're still trying to solve. Like these, they're still doing hunts. <laughs> They're still trying to solve yeah. cases while they're yeah. being set chased. Like they're still so ingrained. Gotta clear out haunted houses. Yeah, like I'm still gonna hunt the ghost, even though the Leviathans are chasing me and trying to end the world. Like it's it's the most ridiculous premise, but it's it, but it works for me in a real way. So you were talking about that, like the thing that like reads vibrations and can give you like words out of it. I was just like, yeah, I mean, they probably just had that sitting around from like ghost hunting, but it's whatever. Sure, yeah, they just have it. It's, you know, you never know when hunter you're gonna stuff. need that. It's hunter stuff, exactly. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. Unless you have any final thoughts, or you do you want to no, do you want to wrap that's her up? It. 
this is our first two-parter in a while, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to covering the next episode. Is this technically a two-parter, or is this just a... I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's the first kind of real, like, cliffhanger we've had in a while. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll go with you there. Um, yeah, I'm, Which I'm just is, it feels like they up. used to have... They used to have cliffhangers, like more, like very deliberate cliffhangers, a lot more in the earlier seasons. Uh, this has been a lot of Monster of the Week stuff, which is fine. We're both into those kind of episodes. Um, but they always seem to have a resolution, even when it's like, okay, well, now the boys are hiding out. Uh, actually, I'm totally going back on everything I just said, because like I think, what, episode one and two? <laughs> Like where they have to go to the hospital and all this shit kicks off. Yep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. totally cliffhangers back then, so I'm totally wrong. Uh, anyway, cliffhangers are fun. Cliffhangers are fun, everybody. Thank you for listening to Monster of the Week. We really appreciate it. The number one podcast on iTunes called Monster of the Week. Don't and don't you ever mm-hmm. forget it. Uh, thank you to all of our patrons at Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. <laughs> uh, thank you for the recent iTunes reviews. We very much appreciate those. If you haven't yes, done that, you. that's a, that's a real easy and free way to support the show. Doing that will boost us up in those iTunes rankings and let more people notice the show, which is which is super awesome. Yeah, so that uh, imposters can't steal our spotlights. <laughs> each thanks to all of the patrons that are hanging out in our discord and chatting up some supernatural uh we got some great news season 14 was renewed today so just to, to, to date yeah, the podcast yeah. so chris we are we are in more business for at least 22 more episodes which is always good to hear you I think was, we'll get uh, season 15 go ahead sorry i think we i it, there's a there's a good chance we'll get season 15 unless they like purposely decide to end it with 14 uh, but i was talking to my pal steve today at work and, and he was saying like with <laughs> With each season that Supernatural gets renewed, uh, the odds of of you guys dying while doing this show gets a little bit higher. That's uh, true. That's absolutely very both, true. He literally said, he said, you, Jeremy, Jared, and Jensen, the odds of you all dying during the show <laughs> get a little higher every year. I mean, the longer we do the show, the more of a chance we'll all be in the same room together and we can enact our, our murder-suicide plan. So that's I think right. that's the, that's that's the right. big thing. Please don't take this as a threat. We love you. Uh yeah, I'm 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 excited to to see what they're going to do with the show. And this isn't we're not going to get into spoiler territories, but like it's it's been kind of common knowledge for a while now that they're uh, they've been told like, hey, we're going to continue letting you do the show uh, as long as it can, maintains like these ratings, and you know you guys want to do it, but we're not going to do the show without you guys. So I think that is a clear uh, exit plan. To, like mm-hmm. that's what I hear when I hear something like that is like, hey, you guys need to figure out how to end the show before it gets bad. And I think that. Jared and Jensen having done this for so long probably have enough cash in the bank at this point and have enough other interests that there's, they could probably retire at this point and maybe try to do other stuff. I don't know. Uh, I know I guarantee you Sam would try or Jared would try to cut that hair. Like he's going to get rid of that for the rest <laughs> of his life. Right. He's just going to shave it down. No more hair left. Uh, yeah. But I, don't know, I would like to see what they do if they try to actually write an ending to the show. Yeah. It's going to uh, be interesting. And then the, uh, uh, the the other news is out. They don't. They still haven't confirmed Wayward Sisters, but they're they're definitely canceling a bunch of other shows. Our our buddy Ian from the season four feedback episode? five five feedback five. episode uh, is uh, was was talking about this, and uh, so that leaves room for the Wayward Sisters pilot to to get greenlit, and so that could be an actual show. Which I think mm-hmm. if that show starts coming on at the same time as the final season of Supernatural, like what a great send off if they could if they could combine mm-hmm. those two efforts. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that would be great. Um, yeah, I um, they got to bring John back. He's like what the only character they've never brought back. They got to bring him back for the last season. That's going to be the finale of Supernatural. Let's get Dad out of hell, even though he's already out of hell. We confirmed in season two. <laughs> the final se- season fourteen's tagline is just going to be Adam. Who? 
Yeah, Adam who? Adam who? Um, could you imagine them ending Supernatural by going back and be like, we gotta save Adam, and literally the whole fan And then just like, shutting who? it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 69. Nice. Uh, and what I think may be the most bummerific episode that we've had in, in quite some time. So for sure. For look sure. forward to that, everybody, and uh, see you later. Bye. Yeah, dude, the uh, the Scooby Natural episode. If you if you have some free time, like that's 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 a worthy watch. Like I, it's not related. Like they barely Cassiel is in it, so like at some point Cassiel comes back from being dead. But uh, like there's it's there's no meta plot hardly at all. So it's 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 literally just. Yeah, was there was there ever a chance that he wasn't going to come yeah, back? Absolutely not. Yeah, I was I wasn't even stressed about that. Um, but they, they literally find a cursed TV. Like, that's the premise of the thing. And then they go and, and they be a cartoon for that's a while. That's great. I mean, that's it. And it is it is just as good as you as, as you would want it to be. Although, I think Dean looks really weird in it, so. I think they all look kind of weird. I was telling my dad at, during uh, Easter that there was a... Uh, I was like, did you watch that Scooby-Doo episode yet? And he was like, oh, I don't know. It sounds dumb. Yeah, you mentioned that he wasn't going to take it. All of the, like, he hates all of the, like, goofy episodes. He just takes it so seriously. <laughs> That's really really cracks me up that that dude is, is taking it so yeah. seriously. I got to get my dad turned on. Yeah. Turn. I dropped him off the I dropped off the Blu-rays for him, but I don't think he's tried to watch him yet. Because so. you just got to treat it like yeah, it's just like these like dudes like they listen to rock and roll. It's all dark and gritty, and they they fight monsters. <laughs> like my dad just took it as that. Like he never he's just ignoring all the other stuff. I guess. Really funny. I want I want I want more Scooby ep- Scooby episodes. I didn't know like the the casting for that cartoon is really great. Uh, did you look at any of that stuff? Oh yeah. Um, no. I can't remember the dude's name now, but he was he was the guy that voiced Shaggy in the movie. Oh okay. Um, he was he was in Twin Peaks season three too. Like he's a he's a dude. Um, he's that guy in SLC Punk. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yes. And then uh, Kate Micucci is Velma. It's not Matthew Lillard, is it? It is Matthew Lillard. Exactly. Uh, thank you. Uh, from Scream? From Scream. That would have probably been the movie to go for. <laughs> My mom is going to be so mad at me. God, I fucking love Scream so much, man. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's just so fucking great. Uh, Kate Micucci is Velma, and she does such a great job because mm-hmm. she has that high-pitched, kind of cute voice. And um, whoever they got doing Daphne and Fred and all that is, is really good. But uh, Dean has a running like kind of competition with Fred throughout the entire thing that is just fucking <laughs> hysterical. So. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, uh, what's up? Holler at your boy. Whoa. Yo, for real? It's just me casually stretching, feeling good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these freaks are sleeping in sleeping bags on their bed.
That was the first thing I wrote in my notes for this episode. <laughs> hey, look, you know, they go to some pretty skeezy hotels. You never know if they have uh, <laughs> like bed bugs or anything. No, I'm not even. T- it was those random people in the in the cold open. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I talk a lot were, of shit sometimes because they were glamping. They were glamping. We didn't learn that till later, though. But I talk a lot of shit in my notes sometimes that like I know nobody will like ever knows about it. Like I will use a specific phrase and be like, "This fucking moron goes." But then when we're recording, I won't call the person a fucking moron. Like it was just for me, I guess. <laughs> and especially when Jess is there, like if we're watching Supernatural together and she's like laying on my shoulder or something, I'm like, "Please, like please don't look at my notes when I'm taking notes." Yeah, don't. I'm very self conscious. Yeah, please. Don't. I'm very self conscious about the thing that I'm writing down. <laughs> Please do not uh, look at She's you. like, all right, I'm just trying to like share a moment with you. I'm like, please, my private hunk notes. These are just for me. Chris, do you remember when uh, they announced that Dean Winchester, like six scale action figure, and it came with yeah. the watch and the watch was set to killing time? Yeah. So um, I had somebody linked me. My, my good friend Gary Butterfield linked me. Uh, oh, yes, of course. A review. Uh-huh. of this action figure <laughs> okay <laughs> that is really fucking long and extraordinarily the, um, detailed um I, i'd like to read you a couple of passages of this if i'm yeah may. i was gonna say like the, pu- the punchline to this is that the review is by me <laughs> <laughs> um let's see if there's a name <laughs> the punchline is that the review is by gary <laughs> or gary gary is definitely reviewing action figures uh first off I, I love this because the guy does not watch supernatural so okay so he so well he's being he's being objective about it um when supernatural first aired i watched a couple episodes it didn't grab me and with the sheer volume of excellent programming available to us these days if a show doesn't really grab me in the first couple of episodes i'm probably not going to hang on i didn't (laughs) so that's just that's the introductory just wanted you to get Okay, okay um so cut to 2018 i've spent six hundred dollars on a team which is they uh they sent they definitely sent him uh sent him this in the mail so um, okay I'm, okay yeah the uh he says the packaging is attractive would you like to look at right this on as, right as, on. I'm, as i'm reading it would you want to do you want to link to this yeah i think so i just put it up there in the old in the old discord oh yeah oh yeah there was a um uh an Aragorn figure from from this line of figures, and I I watched a, like a short YouTube video on it, and uh, this was like forever ago. Me and Jess were looking at random shit, and the dude was like, "Just uh, just take it to your salon." He had like some strange accent that I I can't mimic. Um, he's like, "Just take it to your salon. Tell them to cut the hair. They will not think it's weird. Uh, just bring it because otherwise oh, no, Aragorn's hair will be too long." That is definitely a weird you must thing. Have cut. <laughs> I'm like, brother. <laughs> That they is, think it's weird when I show up with my hair, let alone hey, this well, 100% figure's hair. Think that that's a weird. But he was thing like, to do, "Do not cut it yourself. You will regret your decision. Do not cut it yourself. Bring it to a professional. No. They will understand." I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Know. I think it's a German accent. I think he had a German accent, but I'm, that's not what I'm doing. Um. All right. So, so the the packaging on this thing, I think, looks looks very bad. But he gives it three out of out of four stars. Everything is on a four star system in this. So, okay. what I'd like to do is kind of look at look at this and read some some hilarious examples that he has in here but also maybe rate this ourselves as if we were going sure. to rate it so sure uh i think the packaging is is two stars at best it's so okay is that the one that says season 10 dean winchester 16 scale articular figure yep 
articulate. Okay. As somebody who is currently surrounded by a ton of uh boxes, yeah, no, mm-hmm. this is this is a this is two at best. This is two at best. It's not um there's nothing there's, no, there's nothing here for me. Like I'm looking back and I'm seeing a big old fucking picture of the wolf emblem from The Witcher and I'm just like, yeah, that looks great. And then the Metal Gear Solid 5 logo just also next to me but like with some like cool like skeleton behind it that's like super it's cool. All right. I'm not doing it justice, but it's cool. It's cool merch. This I mean it's got the devil's trap. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. But it's But other than that, it's just it's just some pretty basic shit. Like the Dean Winchester just, is not in the supernatural font, which I think is a mistake. Uh, everything everything else yeah. on this by bo- on this box is which seems like Big a little mistake. weird yeah they it's funny that they've added join the hunt i think and that's like their trademark mm-hmm. i'm su- really probably extremely surprised there's not a hashtag in front of that when I, I i i know we joked about it forever ago i used to have a supernatural poster and it just said supernatural and then underneath it it said the television series like they had to like add something to it it couldn't just be it couldn't just be supernatural because supernatural is such a generic ass uh yeah. word I like um so his 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 writing on the sculpting is two and a half stars and uh while he doesn't watch the show he 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 leaned on his daughter he he recruited his daughter who does okay. watch the show and she then, didn't think he was hot and did not well just, they both think that he was hot but just this is not necessarily a a, a great representation for instance well no I mean yeah the figure not hot the, yeah the figure is not hot the man is 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 very nice very hot um this thing with with high end figures is that they make all of the clothing like out of like cloth material like his like denim jeans are probably made out of denim but like just make them like a plastic part of the leg and honestly i think it's gonna look better same, <laughs> like same yeah it I don't, just it's because it's gonna it the way that a, those jeans like fall are important like yeah. the way that people wear jeans like are is it going to be different than the way that this plastic figure does which i think is, is kind like of i'm gonna send thing. you a picture of this of this figure right in front of me and the audience won't be able to see it but it's like i don't so, know i might put that shit in the show notes you never know with me um yeah it's fine like h- how to articulate <laughs> pants in figure i'm just texting it to you because it's easier okay. that way so this like this is just all like one piece of thing but like the baggy pants are detailed and then like that's fine there's just sh- the, like a paint job shadowed but it's not fucking cloth making it seem like it's about to like come to life and like like the indian in the cupboard <laughs> i don't need that shit <laughs> I uh I very much like that he he recruited his his daughter to do this, and then made sure to yeah. point out uh that she is not a collector or an aficionado of six scale in any way, which quote makes oh. her thoughts on the sculpt and paint perhaps that much more relevant to the fan base in general. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> because my daughter does not give a shit about these action figures that her dad spends his life reviewing. Maybe it'll be more important to you to get her opinion uh-huh. from it. Supernatural fans. I noticed that he's he's rounded them down to one out of two. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's he gives three stars, two and a half stars. Two and My half bad. Stars. I didn't realize yeah, he yeah. was using a like actual like asterisk. He's for using a star. Uh, he's using an eight stars, bit. the classic eight star system that you would see in, in uh-huh. the, you know common review yeah. systems. Uh, so okay, so sculpting is only two and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I like this figure that you just sent me at least with these pants. That's, yeah, those pants. Like it's like it. It. You know what you're looking at. You're looking at baggy pants. <laughs> Um, he talks about the sculpt and says that's that's not to say it's terrible. In hand, it's one of those portraits that works, but doesn't wow. So he really wants his six scale mm-hmm. figures to to really wow him. Yeah. Um, this is going on for a really long time, so I'm just gonna kind of scroll to the bottom, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and just read just a couple of sentences to you. If anything calls out to you, feel free to to jump in. But um, sure. Th- quote: The rest of the body is tight but fluid. End quote. Uh-huh. So just wanted that. Just wanted uh-huh. to read that out loud. Um. 
Dean Winchester, tight but fluid. <laughs> tight but fluid. Also, probably a better name for this podcast than Monster of the Week. <laughs> um, this is also where we get to, and this is in the articulation section. Uh, this is where we get to probably the the, the best paragraph. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. So, uh, this <laughs> I can't get through this without laughing when I'm reading. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um. His package is sculpted to the right. I didn't actually strip yeah. him down, but it appears as though he has a sculpted lump in oh his Oh my crotch, god, they sculpted his dick! And it swings to the right when he's wearing jeans. Look at the photo below and tell me you don't notice it. And then they try to deny that it doesn't create a more realistic look to the figure. Remember, it's the little things that make all the difference. It's possible that oh this body has, has had this uh, feature in the past, and it's just the jeans that made it so apparent. But in any event, it's worth noting. So let's, he got a dick. That dude's got a dick. Like scroll down to that picture, and you can definitely see that his package is. Uh, what did he say? Sculpted to the right. Sculpted to the right. Sculpted to the right. This led Gary, by the oh, way. Wow. He was. He asked me which 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 is my favorite brother, um, and then he tried to remember Sam's name and called him Slick, which was which is very funny. And then Slick Winchester. No, <laughs> Slick <yeah>. Winchester. <laughs> and then I'll ask if uh, Sam's package <laughs> tilts to the left, as because his brother tilts to the to the right. You know, you definitely. try to be o- the opposite of, of your brothers. Yeah, Slick, Slick definitely Winchester, tilts left. AKA Slicky, to his older brother. <laughs> Slicky. Only my brother could call me that. I'm just, I mean, like, they've got, the, the boots on here are pretty detailed, man. Like, the boots look, like, legit. Those are, yeah, look at my boots. Um, Fun factor, three and a half stars. Yeah, okay. I want to know what's going on with the fun factor. You'll have no trouble posing and reposing Dean in a million different scenarios. Match him up with other monsters on the shelf for some interesting displays. I kind of oh, want. I kind of want you to give us any this. examples. Yeah, no. He, I kind of want you to, to buy this just so that you can like do your Instagram thing and be Instagram famous because of this guy. Do we? Uh, do we have it in the budget? <laughs> I mean, you have it in your budget. Look, you get half the Patreon money. <laughs> this is All not right, going to be a joint buy. <laughs> I'm going to need an advance on my Patreon money. The value two and a half stars. Like, what does that mean? What is a two and a half star value? How much bang for you? So you, when you look at a, what is this? A one six scale figure. Mm-hmm. That's correct, right? Okay. So when you when you buy a one six scale figure, you want to look at that thing, and you want to be able to say with with full honesty to yourself, you want to be able to say, "I have to fuck that figure." And if you can't say that with full honesty, then is it really worth your money? Now, I'll I'll just offer. I don't I don't own any one six scale figures because I'm not fully ready to commit to that mindset you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, i was waiting for you to, to continue i was i was i was interested in this uh he gives it three three out of four stars um and he, he it lost a star it lost half of a star because the uh quote portrait is he is not enamored with the portrait there's something clearly is, off much like other people excuse me much like other pretty people that are hard to capture there's something missing when it comes to accuracy. So It's the uncanny valley, man. It's just like it's close but no cigar. If you do find him to your liking, go for it early rather than late. Don't wait around for Sam because that sort of procrastination could spell doom for Dean's poor brother. <laughs> and I'd really like to finish the set for my daughter. So Apparently they announced a Castiel a Sam. of this. They what? They announced a Castiel version of this. 
your voice keeps cutting out at the same part. They announced time. a version of Castiel for the, the same company did. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Then where the fuck is Sam? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to find the Castiel picture, but he he's just taking... Wow, there's a Zorro for some reason? Who the fuck is buying a $200? St- <gasps> he can buy the dude from Justified. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Everything they, just changed. They may, have, they may have got me. Oh, shit. Oh, and you can give him different just heads. just fell over your keyboard. I just, you can just get different heads. That's, that is Can you amazing. link me to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You want to look through this. It's just a giant bunch of pictures. So, hold on. How much do these puppies go for? Like, 250 200 is the the Dean. Oh, okay. I don't know, I don't know what that... That picture that I sent you of that Trunks uh, Dragon Ball figure, that was uh, $15. So. (laughs) Different price range. Oh, I don't know what these little cuties. What? There's Sam. There's Sam. Where? I I keep, I have have yet to. He's the first image before Castiel. Oh, really? I didn't see Castiel either. I saw them both. I want them all now. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There's Sam. Castiel looks like fucking Castiel. Castiel looks scary like Castiel. I love the fact that he yeah. comes with the angel blade. I don't really like this 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 tie though. Does he is that is this the standard tie? Why does it I don't look know. Weird? I don't remember that tie. It seems. And I feel like his trench coat should be longer. I kind like I kind of want them, but they also scare me a little bit. I mean, yeah, it scares me that I'd have six hundred dollars worth of action figures on my shelf at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I probably already do, but like spaced out over a handful of them that guy from justified is pretty cool right that dude looks pretty low who's this guy oh he's an fbi agent he just he just <laughs> he just tracks down criminals and has some some witty lines sometimes he's not a superhero or anything all right lots of star trek who else do we got in here once you get down Small. to like the the chibi one ooh, there's a there's a harry potter one uh-oh oh and that one's only 15 bucks and that looks dope what only 15 smackers Mm-hmm. The Marvel stuff all looks pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, those are cool. <gasps> Harry, he's uh, got a big smile on his face, and I feel like that's sort of like, like not true to the character. So it looks like they've got uh, like some smaller Winchester stuff for like twenty five bucks. And Sam, I've, se- I've seen. Are you seeing older versions of these? I really like that he has the uh, the um, EMF detector. EMF detector, but, but it's definitely I, Dean's that he's made out of a Walkman. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> like it's definitely yes, that one. Yes, I, I will. I would buy those figures because they're very cheap. Yeah, they're, I mean, twenty five bucks, and that, that that's a fun thing to have on your shelf if you do a, a supernatural podcast. Yeah, I don't know what the giant plane. They look is. a little bit weird. What Hagrid and Harry in the in Sirius's motorcycle? Give me that shit. Oh yeah, that is that is dope. You, you need to like write that down and make sure you get that at some point. Yeah, what? How do? Is there any information about these? Just pictures. I think that it's all from the same company, right? So if you just what? follow there's, the, there's a Hermione. She's casting a spell on her own, like scarf or something. What? There's. Oh my god, these are so fucking cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to put this link in the show notes so people can check this out. I love toys. <laughs> same partner so yeah i just i just love the fact that that dude reviewed dean's package that's that's maybe one of my favorite Amazing. things that have, that have happened in, in quite some Amazing. time where is my calendar chris what'd you do with my calendar uh i'm sitting on it all right let me see i'm gonna start are any of these for sale
Am I using Bing? What the fuck is going on with this computer? <laughs> Okay. Okay, there's apparently one for sale at JCPenney. Please explain that to me. <laughs> also, there's one for sale at Target. I wonder if they have JCPenney's is a weird one, but I wonder if they have uh <clears throat> uh retail exclusive stuff. I wonder if yeah. that's what's happening. This um It doesn't look as detailed as it does in like the that picture, but I mean, just ordering it online from Target would be a lot easier than like which one are you <laughs> anything getting? else. I'm looking. I'm not looking at getting them though, but I'm looking at Sam right now. The the cheap Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His face frightens me. I'll be honest. Sam looks a little scary. Here I am googling. Dean, Dean does look a little uh, lifeless. In this, in this, with this statue, like I'd be mm-hmm. for two hundred dollars. I need, I need a little bit more than than this. I think you want to at least have idle thoughts about it. You know, like I have to fuck that figure. I, I'd want to like look over and lock eyes with it every once in a while, and like and think something, and then like and then make sure that I tell nobody that I was thinking something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I need that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I need, I need, a, I need a, a one six scale figure that I can occasionally lock eyes with and think about what putting inside orifices of my body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, so anyway, you just bombarded me with such exciting good news that mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you about my awful news. Oh no! I um I just had to live through my nightmare in The Sims. Over the last couple days, yeah, you mentioned this. What's what's happening? So I realized that my Sims, Aragorn, his name is Aragorn. He's married to um, the woman who delivered his mail. Uh, they fell in love. Uh, her name is Haley. Um, she started off being like you know just a regular lady, and now through Jess's doing, she looks like fucking Kim Kardashian. So Aragorn, he's you know he's he's doing all right for himself. Just- so, so so hold on, I just want to make sure I get this straight. You created yep. an absolutely um, let's say average looking woman in the sims so that's your that your that aragorn can oh marry. i didn't i didn't even create her i just i just met her okay so you just it was more her. aragorn's doing and then just I came along and was like this yeah. chick needs need, need some titties popping is is what happened well she so they were already popping as it turns out she just made her like she started exercising a lot and she's like girl needs a makeover um and she gave her a makeover and i was like wow so you just from like from um drab to fab drab overnight. to fab i love it um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because Aragorn, he's an outdoorsman, I figure, you know, so he uh, he exercises a lot, and now that they're a couple, they started exercising a lot. Anyway, none of that was bad. That was all great. They were, they were, she was she left the post office to pursue her dream uh, of becoming a musician. Uh, she was practicing the violin every day. She was painting. She was living an artist's life. She was really happy. Meanwhile, Aragorn was becoming uh, a detective uh, and he was going to become a secret agent and that's going great for him um so we decided they should get married because uh now they're getting that they're getting on in years i didn't realize that sims had such a short lifespan in fact there is a box you can check off in the settings so that they live longer um which i did after the fact but i realized they have 23 days left until they fucking they're old (laughs) like elders and i don't like i haven't if they die, my game ends. I think that that's it. <laughs> like that's just the end of the game. So I was like, well, they gotta they gotta have a kid, and then I'll play as the kid afterwards, and then I can continue it on from there. Um, so I had to uh, you know click on the bed 
um, make woohoo with is one of the options or try for baby with. Uh, and so I just selected Aragorn and uh, her Haley. That's, that's the, the wife's name. Uh, I said, try for baby. Okay, great. And uh, yeah, it turns out no. Not only did they have a baby, they had two. They had twins. Oh. And I thought that was very difficult to do. Mazel tov. And I don't know if. So then I I was like, wow, crazy. Now we have twins. One of them is named Arwen because I was trying to stick with the Lord of the Rings theme. But then I was just I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I named the other one Siri because we're being we're being nerds. I was hoping that I could have a Sam and a Dean, and then I could start my supernatural game just through this. Sure, didn't yeah. happen that way. Okay. Um, so we have. Seems Arwen like there should Siri. be like a Sims Halloween pack that you could really go go, go, go buck wild with, with the Sam and Dean so situation. A couple babies, a couple baby girls, <laughs> and then Sam and Dean fall in love with each other and have babies. It could happen. It Sims lets anything happen. So I I was doing. I was like, all right, we got twins. That's a little bit more than we expected. So it's going to be, you know, a lot of late nights, just like real parenting. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I don't know what happened just now. I, I, you were like, hey, can we record just like a little bit later? I was like, yeah, sure. So I turned on my PS4 um, and my Sims game was still up. I was like, perfect. I'll play for a few minutes. And um, suddenly I just get like an announcement and it was like, Haley takes Aragorn into the bedroom and sits him down. She's like, I'm pregnant again. And I was like, bitch, where? We're going to have three babies? Like, I can't have three babies in this house. We don't make that much money. We don't have that much space. So I'm thinking, like, all right, she's pregnant with the third one. What happens in The uh, Sims if you have, like, four babies and you don't have, you don't make enough money or you don't have enough space for baby number four? I think DSS takes your children away. Child Protective Services comes and they take take your children. Um, The Sims is too fucking real, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. So... I'm like, all right, I gotta make an expansion on the house. And I spent, like, most of most of the time today, since I got out of work, trying to build the second floor of the house, and it was an absolute fucking nightmare. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. I had a very stressful day at work today, but, like, we, it all worked out at the end of the day, so it was like, you know what, it's behind me, I'm good, I'm not stressed out anymore, and then I got home and I tried to build the second floor of my Sims house. Holy shit, it's impossible. I was creating all these, like, walls and structures, but then I realized I didn't have roofs, and then one of them didn't have a floor. And I, I couldn't figure out how to rotate. It was just a whole, it was a whole thing. And, uh, and I just canceled out. And then you were like, hey, I'm good to go. And I was like, great, because I'm losing my mind. Because I don't want to do this anymore. And now I got to deal with that when I go, uh, when we finish recording. I, um, I'm just dropping a little something something for you in the Discord chat. So you, can, you can check that out once it finishes transferring. Okay, okay. If you yeah. thought to yourself, um, what if I could just Google Sam and Dean and the Sims and you would get to a YouTube video with like 3,000 views, then hey, guess what? You oh are god. absolutely right. You can Oh my god, they're driving around in the Impala. <laughs> it's definitely not an Impala, by the way. <laughs> they're driving around in a black car. It's just, it's just a black car. I'll drop you the video. It looks I'll, like the Sims 3. That doesn't even look like the Sims 4. <laughs> it, it is the Sims 3. Uh, and it's, these, it's just another, it's nothing but screenshots of these people. Oh um, my god. And also, Sam looks way more like Garth than he does anybody else. That's a shame. <laughs> Holy shit. The music that just came out of this. Oh, I had it on mute. Is he looks, this, is the he music looks exactly this? like Garth. Oh my god, yeah, the, the music is very aggressive. Oh, I don't... The music is not even playing for me. It's a famous rock song, but I... Oh, it's, um... How would the hell? Oh. It's really bad cover of it, so it's hard to tell. Oh, at about uh, about two forty, they got a good picture of Sam at a computer in a library because he's a giant fucking nerd. Fucking classic. <laughs> yep, there he is. 
Hey, speaking of that, you want to do a podcast? Speaking of nerds, you mean? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Fast forward to uh, to when Dean meets this this chick in the pink pants. And oh, no, I already closed it. Yeah, well, Hold on, I'll open it I, I just, I just, I definitely think that whoever this chick, that they definitely created themselves in the game so that they could make out with Dean Winchester. What, is, what is time did saying. you say? Like four minutes? Um, like four, yeah, right at four minutes. Oh my god! Wow, they, yeah, she's for sure making out with Dean Winchester. Does she not know? I don't think she knows. Somebody should tell her. Told her. Somebody <laughs> should. Somebody should definitely tell her pretty soon, or else they're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> Did I send you the, the weird spam that we got for the Witcher 3 porn movie? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, so. but where's the I was like, but where's the uh the actual link? I'm trying to see this. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get at that. Uh T Public, T Public. Okay, cool. So Weekend Warrior, that's all we know about them. Cool. Um, yeah, let's do this podcast. All right. I uh I was just about to say something, and I totally lost my train of thought, which means I get to edit that out later. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> is it it's about Fortnite. <laughs> it was definitely about Fortnite. Yeah, absolutely. I, I built a wall. Something. Have you Have you played Fortnite? I've not, no, I've not even. I've barely, yeah, no, barely even looked at it. I didn't even like open up that stream where like Drake was streaming Fortnite. Right? Like I couldn't even be. You I didn't watch Drizzy play. I didn't watch Drizzy play Fortnite because you know what? He's probably bad at video games. That's why he's not a famous. He's probably Twitch bad streamer. at it. I don't care. Probably, yeah. I mean, he's he's bad at rap. He's probably bad at. at, at that's right. Shots fired, everybody. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about why Drake is bad at rap. That's why you were so unimpressed by my Dark Souls version of Hotline Bling. I was very impressed with it. I thought it was funny. Like that was a good joke, but it's still a bad rap. Like that's a terrible song. <laughs> wow, I didn't know you felt this way. Interesting. It's barely even rap. It's, I mean, like, I it's like it's like shitty. Email. Listen, we have to get off this subject. I'm sorry. Wow. I, even, I don't know. Why, and I don't actually care it's that like, much. It's like if Kanye just stayed on the 808s and heartbreak uh, style. Put this in the outtakes. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like if Kanye did 808s and Heartbreaks, but it wasn't good. That's how... That's, that's <laughs> Damn! <laughs> and, and just since we're here, uh, y- you've got to check out that podcast. It's dope. It's making me listen to a lot more Kanye in my, oh, in yeah, my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, it's funny that it. you you made that tweet the other day and um, about how, like, whatever didn't hold up. And I was like, I literally like listened to that, like, 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I listened to it uh, that day, because uh, somebody... W- w- at, Austin Walker started that podcast. Uh, people in the Duckfeed Slack were listening to it, and uh, and like there, two of them were talking about how the like one of the first brackets or whatever. So out, everybody out there, okay, let me let me back up all the way so you guys can know this. Uh, somebody released a bracket for you know the top the top Kanye songs and like had it fully seated and everything. So you can go through. There's a bunch of tweets where you can vote and all of the polling. They're closing the tweets pretty soon, and then you go to the second round, third round, and fourth round, and obviously the fourth round will be the the best song. Austin Walker from Waypoint decided I'm going to make a podcast where me and my two friends talk about that process and we're going to fill out our own. We're going to come to an agreement. These two dudes in the duck feed slack were like, oh yeah, you know, my favorite track on this would probably be this or this. And I was like, well, you guys are both wrong because neither of those are from college dropout. So I'm sorry. Like you're both objectively <laughs> wrong. I don't know how to break this to you. And they were like, yeah, that album doesn't really hold up for me anymore. And the other guy was like, yeah, me too. I don't really think it's very good. And I was like, okay, listen, I will give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I didn't, I didn't say anything. I just, I just went away, and on the way home, later that day, I listened to College Dropout, and that album fucking bangs. That album 
Yeah, as, it does. As, as Autumn likes to say, that Autumn, that that album slaps. That's her new thing <laughs> when this stuff is good. So. <clears throat> Thank you. 